This show uses potty words like fucking shit and ass and stuff, so children should not be listening. If you let your kids listen you are a bad parent. Just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on me. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? I've fallen and I can't get up! Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. And here's your host, Joey Valentine. Thank you, thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is 12-30-2022, December the 30th, 2022. It's one-ish days until... The new year till 2023, are you excited? Pretty cool, actually, if you're a, a dranker, because uh, New Year's falls on a Saturday, which means you can get fucked up. We like to get fucked up and do fucked up shit. Yeah, <laughs> you fucked up too. <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, let me just go ahead and say right now, since I won't see you guys until Monday that I would really appreciate it if all of you would be super duper careful while you're out there on the road. If you're going to be on the road, you got to remember, man, I saw this crazy documentary on HBO when I was a kid and they picked this one random night where they documented every drunk driving fatality, not a holiday, not a weekend, just a random weekday in the middle of the year. And it was absolutely fucking mind-blowing how many fatalities there are every single day from drunk driving and i'm sorry i'm not trying to be a buzzkill okay i am very pro alcohol even though i am sober just because i don't drink doesn't mean i don't miss it and doesn't mean i didn't have a lot of fucking fun doing it i just got a little bit of a problem but if you're going to be out there on the road, actually, don't be out there on the road. You don't have to go out on New Year's. You can watch the ball drop in New York City on television. You can take a cab. And you can invite all your friends over for a New Year's bash and then have a slumber party. No one has to go home drunk. That would be a great New Year's party, wouldn't it? Say, okay, New Year's party, my house, bring PJs. Bring JD and PJs. You know, Jack Daniels. Or whatever. Or if you're uh, Aaron, A-A-Ron, then you go, bring wine coolers. <laughs> Guys, my place, Bottles and James. <laughs> oh, happy belated birthday, hot beef. I didn't say anything to Aaron for his birthday because, well, I spend most of my year pranking him and sending him rubber dicks in the mail and glitter bombs. So it was only, you know, like that was the only birthday present I could really think to give him was to not do anything to him. And he, believe it or not, he appreciated that. <laughs> it's like the best birthday gift ever. So I've just about lost my voice. Uh, I've spent uh, a good portion of last night doing a, a trailer, a new trailer for Jew and a Half Men. And I will play that for you guys here. Actually, that's not really what stretched my voice. I was trying to do another one of those 80s songs where I do that gruff sounding like montage for Karate Kid type voice. You know, where I'm like, you gotta fight. Give it a karate chop. 
And, uh, yeah, that puts a lot of strain on your voice. So I'm like really losing my shit right now. So I apologize if I sound a little fucking Friday, man. What a long week it has been in my line of work. It has been insane. And when it becoming the end of the year, I'm dealing with a lot of people and I just want to say that I love what I do. And it got me thinking about, you know, I've worked in a lot of call centers in my life. I've worked for DirecTV. I've worked for Blue Cross Blue Shield. I've dealt with every kind of customer there is in the world. And for some reason last night, it got me thinking about this job that used to exist where I grew up in the woodlands. And it was a job that everybody I went to school with at some point had. Not everybody, literally, but, you know, it was just like back in the 90s, It was so fucking hard to get a job when you were in high school doing anything besides fast food. Like it just, you just couldn't walk into an office and be like, I'd like to be your secretary or I'd like to make copies for you. You know, it just, just didn't happen. And so there was this place in Oak Ridge, which is across from the Woodlands and they had this big strip center. used to be a dollar movie theater there. The Red Roof Pizza Hut that I used to work at. And there was a business in there that was outbound sales, and it was for Glamour Shots. Now, if you don't know what Glamour Shots is, then you probably are too young, or you're a man, or if you're a woman, you're fucking lying, (laughs) because every woman in the world has had Glamour Shots. There was a time when Glamour Shots ruled the world. At least in the 80s they did, and a good part of the 90s. This is what Glamour Shots is. Glamour Shots would bring you in for a photo shoot, and they'd do your hair, they'd do your makeup, and they'd take all these portraits of you. Nothing wrong with that, right? Sears has been doing it for 100 years. But Glamour Shots specialized in giving you big, big fucking hair. They specialized in making you look like someone else. You didn't. You would never, ever try and pass a glamour shot off as like as your real self. Like nowadays, if glamour shots existed, and people were using them as their profile pics on Facebook, you'd be in for some serious fucking disappointment when you met them in person. But you'd come into glamour shots. They tease the fuck out of your hair, put a pound of fucking pancake on your face, and they take various photos from various angles. And glamour shots was huge, and it was a fucking hundred something dollar package. For all these multiple angle shots. I mean, it's a real fucking photo studio. You know, that shit isn't cheap. Umbrella lights and backdrops and whatnot. So there was there was an outbound cold call sales department rented out of this one suite that was in this strip in Oak Ridge. And they hired anybody. You know, that was at least 13, I think. And you literally just took a phone book. And this was back when phone books still existed. And in the Woodlands, every single fucking person in the Woodlands had their name in the phone book. The community was a lot smaller back then. So you take the phone book, you go, I'm going to go with the letter C today. And you just start working your way down. And you go, hi, my name is Joey. And I'm with Glamour Shots. And I'd like to make you look beautiful. Or whatever the fuck they said. I don't know. I'm not... I want you to know right now, that was not a job I ever did. And the whole reason I got to thinking about it was because I was thinking to myself how much I love my job. It pays so well, and and it makes me feel good because I do a lot of good things for people. I thought, man, I've had some shit jobs in my life, you know, so I've really done my time. 
I thought, what is the worst job ever? And it's been, I've watched Mike grow. I've seen him get into these tanks full of feces and clean them out. But man, I'm thinking like outbound sales, glamour shots in 2022. That'd be like the worst job you could fucking have right now. If it existed, no way. I didn't even bother looking glamour shots up on the internet because there's no fucking way that it exists. It cannot be possible. Fucking dogs. Come on, I'm on a streak here. Oh my God, my neighbors with their fucking dogs. You know, I record 30 minutes every 48 hours. That's all I ask is for some peace of fucking quiet. Anyway, where was I? Glamour shots. So you can only imagine like how horrible it must have been to call. I mean, and Glamour Shots was a was a very specific clientele. When I was growing up in the woodlands, like a majority of the woodlands was elderly people, or at least, you know, nearing the eld. <laughs> like there wasn't a whole lot of kids in the woodlands, man. It was all like transplants. I mean, we were transplants. That the woodlands was made up of people who were in the oil industry. And they were moved into Houston so that we could be in a, a, a quiet community and taken care of while our parents went to work for the oil industries. So when you start cold calling people in the woodlands, you know, you're trying to sell to, to suits that are, you know, male suits. Actually, now that you think about it, man, it was such an upper class, white, vanilla fucking community. All they had to do was get the stay-at-home wives and the fucking probably made a ton of money that place was open a long time but anyway glamour shots worst job in the world i would love to actually that'd be a great great prank and maybe i'll do it i'm gonna cold call some people in my little hick town and try and sell them glamour shots <laughs> i know i've told you guys before uh you know where i live is like 75 percent hispanic Mexican, which is fine by me. Mexicans don't cause any trouble. They make great fucking food. They're not as annoying as white people. The crime is pretty low, but I can't imagine trying to sell actual Mexicans. I don't mean people who were born in America and their parents were from Mexico. I mean like people who moved here when they were like 30 and they're going to be like, hello, <laughs> like, uh, Senor Rodriguez. My name is Joey. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about glamour shots. Un momento. Glamour shots? No, I can't do that. That's racist. Uh, so anyway, let me uh, go ahead and give you guys the fruits of my labor, which is the new Jew and a Half Men trailer for the upcoming episode tonight on NBC. And then we'll come back, and I've got a whole bunch of facts about sex that you didn't know. Don't forget to catch a brand new episode of Jew and a Half Men this Friday on NBC. Hi! Hi! Uncle Mario, I don't think this is a good idea. Don't worry about it, Jacob. I'm not going to embarrass you. Please don't. Please be on your best behavior, okay? Don't even worry about it. It'll be like one of my Chinese hookers. I'll be in and out before you know it. Ah, gross! That's what I'm talking about! Okay, no worker jokes. Mr. Goldstein, the glance is ready for you now. Children, children. This is Jacob's Uncle Murray, Mr. Goldstein. He's here in place of Jacob's father. 
You may ask him any questions you want. Yes, Teresa? Where is Jacob's daddy? Oh, last I heard he was in Rikers getting his ass popped by a bunch of black men. Mr. Goldstein. Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a trucker. He does something with the fruit. He travels a lot. I don't know. Mr. Goldstein, I understand that you were a student here, too, back when my mother taught. That's right. She was a hot piece of shamuska, if you know what I mean. I may have been 12, but I still would have let her sharpen my pencil. Mr. Goldstein. What? What? Hey, kid, you in the front. Pull my finger. Do not pull Mr. Goldstein's finger. Come on. Pull my finger. Mr. Goldstein, put your finger down. Pull it. All right, I'll pull it myself. <laughs> oh, Jacob, get my emergency trousers. Oh, jeez. Uncle Murray. Oh, it's pushing around in my pants like hot matzo ball soup. Mr. Murray, maybe we should just call it a day here, huh? No, no. You brought me here to pass on my wisdom to these children. And that's what I'm going to do. Children, in all sincerity, study hard, get a good job, and don't end up like me. Because one day, you wake up, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and you say, why did I let that Asian hooker give me a rim job? Mr. Goldstein! What's a rim job? Oh, you let your get all muddy, she sticks the tongue right in your ass. It's incredible! Uh, Mr. Goldstein. Principal Rosenberg! Oh my god! You weren't even born when I went to school here. We appreciate you coming in and talking to the kids, but you, you, you can't be saying these things. I, I can hear the commotion all the way down the hall. Uh, perhaps we should just uh, wrap it up for the day, huh? Alright, fine, I know what I'm not wanted. Come on, Jacob. You said you wouldn't embarrass me. You did embarrass me. Fine, listen, one last thing. Children, some serious words of wisdom. When a woman asks you to do an Alabama hot pocket, it's not as delicious as it sounds. What's an Alabama hot pocket? It's when you take a real nasty inside of a and then you her with your then you slide your shitty in and out of her mouth. Oh, gross! Uncle Murray! Oh, <laughs> him. Rectum! That's this Friday on an all-new June and a half men. On every... Hi! Alright, welcome back to Fat Guy Loves Cake for the second half of the episode. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of facts about sex that you didn't know because we couldn't have an episode where I don't talk about something fucking filthy, right? You hear that Valentine guy only talks about his cocks and butts and stuff and butt stuff. Yes, it's true. I do. I have this just, you know what? It's all right. If you're, if you're an avid listener, you know, I have a problem. Uh, not one I'm looking to uh, fix. Okay. Uh, let's get down to it. Here's a list I compiled of sex facts. You may or may not know. The average price of spending an hour with a female prostitute is lower now than it was several years ago. In 2006, the average price of a prostitute. <laughs> Who comes up with these fucking figures? I want to know because these are like, these are official 
These aren't like men's health or or some random nerd blogging things that he's just guessing at. This is official, like, United States factoids. The average price of an hour with a prostitute, $340 in the year of our Lord, 2006. The average price now, 260 Thanks, Biden. <laughs> Before vulcanized rubber condoms were made using anything from goat intestines in ancient Rome to tortoise shells in ancient Japan. Don't want to know. Not going to elaborate on tortoise shells. Last time I checked, they don't have any bend to them. There's no give. There's no flex. Fucking crazy Japanese people. The amount of bisexual behavior undertaken by men and women has more than doubled over the past 20 years. And in Aaron's neck of the woods, it has quadrupled. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to get him to come out of the closet one of these days. A wife and three kids is not fooling anyone, Aaron, okay? The percentage of high schoolers who say they've had sex has been dropping for more than 20 years. The CDC has been conducting studies regarding the sexual activity of high schoolers since 1991. Back then, this is when I was in high school, 54.1% of students said they had sex. That's bullshit. There's no fucking way the people that I went to school with that 54% of them were having sex. This number has been steadily dropping since then. In 2015, the percentage was 41.2, the lowest ever. That's kind of crazy because people see the youth today as much more promiscuous. You know, like you would think like in the 1950s, right? Everyone was like so conservative and not giving it up. And yet that number in 2015 is the lowest ever. That means that the 50s, the 40s, the 60s. The 70s. Well, I know the 70s and the 80s. I would think it probably has a lot to do with the whole AIDS epidemic and people got fucking scared when they realized that having sex could kill you. Fortunately, advancements in medicine have made that now an impossibility. FYI, there are medications that stop HIV from spreading. It is no longer a death sentence. So that's good news. For you people who don't wear your Jimmy hats. <laughs> in 2015... 45% of men reported wishing they were better endowed. The ancient Greeks, however, thought that large penises were foolish. The men with the smaller members were seen as being more rational, heroic, humane, respectable, and intelligent. Yes, I am very rational, heroic, humane, respectable, and intelligent. Thank you. 45% <laughs> huh, of men reported wishing they had a bigger dong. I, uh, I gotta tell you of all the friends I've had in all of my life, I don't see how they could possibly want. I've seen all of my friends dicks, like a lot of them. I've seen dozens and dozens of dicks and all of my friends. I don't know if it's just coincidence, but they all got huge honkers and me. I'm just average here. I can't whiz in front of my friends. I'm part of the 45%. I had a friend. I'm not going to name him, but a friend in Houston and he was so dick shy and every time he took it out, it practically hit the ground. That's uh, really irrelevant, but, <laughs> you know. Um, how we watch porn changed drastically in just three years. 
Pornhub's stats in 2019 showed that 51% of their traffic came from desktop users, 40% from mobile devices, and 9% from tablets. In 2022, mobile devices reigned supreme with 61%. All right. I don't think I could ever watch porn on the phone. I can barely, like, see the fucking screen. My fat fingers can't text. Now I'm supposed to hold it in one hand and whack it with the other? No, I don't think so. I have a 65-inch television for a reason. The current generation sleeps around less than the previous two generations. According to a survey of 33,000 Americans, baby boomers have an average of 11 sexual partners. Millennials have an average of 8. Hmm. Millennials have an average of 8? That actually seems pretty high. The researcher explains that awareness of sexually transmitted diseases is why millennials choose to have a smaller circle of people they sleep with. Average time spent on a porn site has doubled in just three years. The average porn site visit in 2019 lasted six minutes. In 2013, that number was 12 minutes. Okay, why? Uh, were more women using the porn sites? Because I think we all know, men, we know what we're doing. Like me, I could set a fucking record. You know those, uh, let me paint you a picture. You know those drag races where it goes red, red, yellow, green, and then they fucking fly down the track and then little parachutes pop out? That's me whacking off. That's probably enough show for today. I'll finish the list. It's pretty long. I'll finish the list on Monday. Uh, everybody, have a great Friday. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. Have a wonderful weekend and be safe on New Year's. I'll see you soon. So I heard you want to start a battle with the fat man. Try to make me look gay is a nutso massive plan. Not telling everybody about my business ain't right. Let me tell you about a crazy dream I had last night. I see nutso hanging out in the men's room stalls. Working on each one, slurp, slurping on some balls. 20 men beat that for the long line On his knees, mouth open with an end that he assigned Nuts running down his chin and onto his shirt I heard nuts so say That's too big, it's gonna hurt Dirty motherfucker Cock is all he seeks Just ask him to bend over and he'll spread his butt cheeks Stop.